All right, so Ashton has a laptop in front of him right now, so this is going to be interesting since his hands seem to always need to be doing something. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Idle hands. I wish you had that trait. <laughs> I don't. If you guys hear, like, fabric rubbing, that's Ashton with his pants. I love the feel of my pants. A little that's bit too much. so weird, man. You don't like your pants? I do, but I don't like rubbing my hands all over them. It's you like, like you, the feel of something, just you got to touch it. I think Ashton has, like, that... Um, you know, when you're a kid, at least right now, I can't do this anymore. But when you're a kid and you would eat chips and play games, and instead of washing your hands, no. you would just rub them in the pants. No, yeah. I, I, I like my pants. I wouldn't do that. I don't know about that. I think it's like, I think it's something you're hiding from us because subconsciously you keep doing it. He now. has Italian syndrome. It's where you just don't know what to do with your hands. When you're talking, they need to be doing something. Is that what it is? Mm. I think so. Okay. That's I'm the very... only logical explanation yeah I'm he's very, very animated with, with my hands his hand movements you haven't noticed that i have and it annoys the hell out of me like we're on a podcast they can't see your hands relax <laughs> she's like hey it's two gods and he's just moving his hands all over the place i gotta yeah it's i don't know what it is i gotta do stuff i don't know why it's <laughs> like whoever's to the left of me just really bothers me whenever we record podcasts building up it's whoever's to the left of me. So whenever Ashton's here, or Frank, who's in... I need to stay out of your arm's reach. You know what? I think, because like Matt, you say stuff that should bother me, but it doesn't, because I guess we're so far away from each other. And how is it that that bothered you? So what are we doing now? <laughs> no, who, I thought, are you reading it or am I reading it's amazing. it? No, I can do it. Welcome to Gone Gaming. I'm Luca. I'm Ashton. And I'm Matt. And we are your uninformed source for gaming news. <laughs> I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say anti-Sony things. Just You even, are. Just to, to get at you at, at you the point. You don't get at me. I don't work there. I don't oh, have you, stocks on them. You don't? No. Okay. You would buy if you could, wouldn't you? I Of course I can. Couldn't They're you? They're publicly traded? I don't know. Are they? You you should know you're the. I figured they would be as a company that size, so why couldn't I buy stocks in the Sony? It's expensive, maybe I don't know, because I don't want to. Do you buy stocks in any company? Yes. You do? Yeah. Really? <laughs> why is that like? A no, like other than like your Canada savings bonds or whatever. Do you put it in massive? actual com- you? So you buy you look at companies and you've bought in stocks. Oh hell no! I'm just saying that I've like I don't do that on an active basis, but I have I have a few. That's about it. <laughs> All right, so... This is like a weird place. Normally, we have some good convo going. I like this convo. But anyway, so... What are you ragging on my convo for? <laughs> ragging on your cord, man. So today, I guess we're going to be talking about... Uh, I guess what's happened with For Honor, right? That they're apparently they're not communicating with the the community. Is that what we're doing? I think that's what yeah. we're ta- I want to talk about this. I think so. I believe the the... Players of the game are upset with how slow, I guess, you progress in the game. You get some sort of, what, steel or... A bunch of babies. Yeah, so they don't get enough, like, I guess... I don't know what it does exactly. I, it looked like an interesting game. I just don't have time to pick it up in between Zelda and Horizon Zero Dawn. I guess we should really know why everyone is bitching about it. But I think it's basically... It, I'm, I'm it, has, I, it has to go along that uh, alongside what you're saying with the, with the whole, you know, steel that you get. So I'm using this material is used to either level up or is some form of currency just like some crypto degree. keys were in call of duty and yeah. all those games so and it's also very expensive if you were to spend money like your real money yeah to unlock 
armor and stuff like that too Mm -hmm. so it rewards players for spending money but it's not cheap either yeah and it's not apparently how much they give you isn't reasonable for grinding it out right and i I guess so what this is coming to is um fans of this game and part of the for honor community want more communication from ubisoft in terms of future plans updates better matchmaking and then how to get more steel after matches things like that which you know it's nice to see the response from them mm-hmm. and it and it get, guess it got us thinking about how are the other companies handling situations like this right, right? so i look at i'm gonna go with like my worst example was when i was playing arkham city mm-hmm. and there's a big save issue problem and all we wanted to know is when they're gonna fix it and same thing happened with uh Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. There's PC problems, and then we're like, when are we going to get a fix? When are we going to get a fix? I'm waiting and waiting. No response. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it came out of the blue somewhere, but why didn't they communicate where they are? You know, at least I'm going to be upset either way, but I'm going to be more upset if you're not telling me what's going on. Right. And how long did they take to fix the problem? <laughs> it took. It came out this end of Rock June. City, right? Yeah, it took uh, end of June it came out, and I think they finally had a decent work. And it's not even a great working version of it. It was apparently it was on like they couldn't fix it a hundred percent after everything, and it was till I believe they were giving refunds back to the game till the end of the year or something wow. like that. So I think they had like kind of a stable patch coming out around end of October, which started mm-hmm. working for me. Then they had a patch after, which screwed everything up again. And but it was from end of June to end of October. Okay, it was a hot mess from the start. And mm-hmm. you know what? As upset as I was, if I knew what was happening. I would be a little less upset and I'd respect the company a bit more. I'm telling you right now, the next game, and I said this last time, but I'm going to stick to it this time. I am not going to buy a Rocksteady game. The you're next you're time. boycotting Rocksteady for this. I, I'm not going to pay for it. If you guys get the game, if you guys are saying it's over the moon, like how amazing it is, yeah, I'll give it a shot. But mm-hmm. I won't bu- I won't buy it. No, I'm, I'd, I'd rather borrow yours than give them money. Okay. Well, jumping back to For Honor, so I think they've actually, I guess, heard the community. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so now they've increased the amount of steel you can get by a certain amount of percentages uh, after the games and all this other, whatever their internal currency is. Mm-hmm. So at least that's good that they've heard everybody and they said, okay, this is clearly something that we need to fix. So they did, you know, put a plan in action. Again, how long did that take realistically to yeah. when everyone complained about it? Um, you know, at, one that I thought of uh, more you know, not that long ago, actually last year was, um, dice with star Wars battlefront. Mm-hmm. So that was a solid launch. Huh? It, hey, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, you know, it obviously sold really well at the time because it was star Wars battlefront series, which hasn't been out for a while. It looked beautiful it and was it was coming out game. right before episode seven. So everybody was hyped for this game. Um, but the ones who waited and even people who picked it up got pretty pissed off because there's no single player, like there's no story mode, it which was, even I was excited for because that was one of the best parts I found about the original yeah. Battlefront games. The story was fantastic. It was a hollow game. Mm-hmm. It was literally a very pretty game with nothing on the inside. Right. It, um, and so again, people were frustrated with that, complaining. I, a lot of people didn't buy it. They It felt like a cash grab. It did. And then, you know what? I noticed that EB, like their shelves were full of it. People were trading that game in pretty quick. Because again, mm-hmm. there wasn't like after you played it a few matches. 10 hours on, in, you're probably done depending with on it. Depending on how much you are going to invest into that series, you were done with the game. There's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that again is another issue. Now, unfortunately, there's nothing 
DICE was going to do to fix that. They knew way ahead of time that they were going in not putting a single player in. So there's nothing they prep for that. So then a they, patch isn't going to fix and that. And then they decided that let's charge $70 <laughs> for their <laughs> season's DLC. pass. For the oh season's pass. God. And that was the same year. And I, I'm pretty sure we're kind of similar on, on, on our thoughts on Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. When Black Ops 3 had a $50 season's pass, and way more content. you had way more content. You had a zombies map and four maps come out in every DLC pack. And there's four of them. Mm-hmm. Way more content. Even to begin with, it had what? The dead ops or is that? Yeah, that yeah. was that top shooter. That yeah. was awesome. It had then so- they had that uh, after the, the post game where everyone's kind of zombies, but it's single player. Yep. And you're fighting robots or something like that. Yeah. So that yeah, was pretty cool. Single player. But, <clears throat> and that's the funny thing. It's everyone rips on the call of duty franchise because it's the same thing over but they give you so much yeah so For i look the at the dollar them, they give you the most content i find they make a ton of money every year but at least they earn it mm-hmm. in the sense that it's not a you know light version of a game like whenever a new sports game comes out for a new generation it usually you know they strip out like a gm mode or whatever they strip out mm-hmm. so yeah Destiny too. Destiny also had a lot of complaints, and the developers finally got around to listening to them. And Bungie, really? right? Yeah, there was a lot of issues with the loot drops and the raids and stuff like that that the Destiny ended up fixing, mm-hmm. and that's why they released the Taken King because essentially right. it fixed a lot of the issues that people had with leveling up. Because once you got to a certain level, it didn't matter about what you killed; it mattered about your armor. You needed a certain amount of light, light, yeah, and stuff like that. So they had to release. Which I think is a terrible system to do. Yeah, but they practically released a whole new game yeah, in and, order to fix and the, if the issues if that was your first destiny you bought it was probably amazing value mm-hmm. but the like problem, you're saying buying the, the taken King, King collection yeah, whatever yeah. it was um yeah but the one we bought was launch day uh we got burned pretty hard we spent the full 80 bucks for the game yet we got you know a shell of it it was once again not enough content in the game and then they release all this other stuff a year later with so much more content Mm -hmm. and they did nothing in my, I didn't see that they did anything to keep the original players. Yeah. Unless you're willing to spend the money. Like if you don't care about the money, yeah, you probably did well, but I mean, it it It, bothered me. It felt like the first destiny was just a giant expensive beta run that, yeah, that we paid for. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And then uh, the other one that came to mind was no man's sky. Hello Games released this game where it was promising uh, to some, uh, you know, visually what you can do, what they said is capable of in terms of multiplayer. Mm-hmm. And it right when it dropped, there's really not a lot that they promise that you can do. And mainly, you know, their, their whole big sell, which really got people going, was how filled the universe was. And then that, by chance, they alluded that the universe was too large that you probably won't see players, but there's the ability to, hey, you know, while you played enough, you might cross players mm-hmm. on certain mm-hmm. planets or whatever. When they, launched, when they launched the game or when they showed it off at one of the E3s, they said it's the same probability of going somewhere in the world and running into a friend. Right. But again, it's it's possible. Yeah. So then two players, I think literally the next day or a few days after the game released, mm-hmm. found the exact same spot on the same planet, but couldn't see each other. And now they knew that something was amiss. Uh, and uh, so it doesn't even need to be connected online in that situation. Right. So when everyone started complaining and bitching to Hello Games, um, and it was a lot of people because this happened, you know, that, that community just exploded. They went completely silent. 
didn't say anything, didn't report on it. I think it took him. I think it took him, if I'm not mistaken, months for them to actually turn around and comment on something that happened at launch. And like in that case, it makes you even more guilty, right? The fact that you won't comment because if you made an honest mistake, you can say, "Guys, we made an honest mistake. We're working hard to fix it." Yeah. If you make no comments, like, "Yeah, we knew we shipped the game. That's all messed up." Yeah, we don't care. Yeah. That's what it tells me as a as a consumer of the product that you don't care about us. Yeah. Well, they for the most part it feels like they don't oftentimes right there's very few developers that really seem to care um with no man's sky the big thing i heard from a lot of people that played it was it was a great idea the concept was awesome Mm -hmm. yeah it just was a giant tech demo that they launched well Mm -hmm. when people were going crazy it was when people were when they saw it they were going nuts for it and i'm like I'm, I'm, i'm trying to i don't know it seems like this generation something just hasn't been meshing with with playstation i don't know why it's it's and i don't mean to trash talk the console because it is a good console it's just something about it and then it's like i see the e3 and i'm like why are you guys so i guess i guess it's cool like i'm trying to figure out why people are finding it cool but i think you and i even talked about it and you're a I, playstation fan and, i didn't care for it and you didn't care for None it either of us did. no there's nothing about that game that i was like oh my god i have to play this i'm like all right you're running around exploring you were christopher like, columbus really in space yeah, yeah I, I could care less christopher but, columbus and i'm like wondering i'm like I guess I'm really against Sony. Like, I don't like, I don't find this game interesting at all. But then when I saw you guys, I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe it's just a shitty game. No, it didn't. <laughs> it, it's not that it's a shitty game. I think it was just, it didn't appeal it to It had a cool us. idea, but I don't think it, a cool idea doesn't translate to a good game. Just because, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, it looked cool, the idea was cool, but it didn't speak to you. And there's mm. nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean mm. that it's a bad game necessarily. It just means it's not for you. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like Bloodborne apparently is a fantastic game Sony has. Mm-hmm. I've never played it. And I don't think I will. But I'm I not going to say it's a shit game. I heard it's like Dark Souls. I hear it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, it's not for me. I'm just not going to play it. It's just one of those things that's there. What mm. What I find interesting about this whole topic of um, developers responding to fans and to the gaming community is, you know, and it's it's obviously given, but I find that it's really driven because of social media. And what I mean by that is, like, I'm trying to think back when we're playing NES, um, even the original PlayStation, um, if there was an issue with the game, was there really a way outside of writing a physical letter to to the developers to bitch and complain? It's kind of like... Even now, like if I come up across games, I don't jump to social media to say, well, what the shit, guys, fix this. And if you don't and, you know, people don't speak up, I get it. Then the problem won't get mm-hmm. fixed. But I find that because it's so accessible to do, everyone is quick, like to hot to trot to just jump on either the bandwagon and bitch on developers yeah, saying, yeah. fix this. Where one or let's take a group of 10 people, maybe two people encounter that problem. Mm-hmm. Well, that to the developer, it's all 10 because the two people who saw it, the other eight now look and say, oh, shit, they're getting that. So I'm going to retweet that and I'm going to post that to the developer. And now it becomes almost a bigger problem. It's like people have like their own angle on things. Like you can find a Zelda review on the, the crit, uh, I guess the people's reviews on mm-hmm. Metacritic for Zelda. And there's probably people giving it zeros just because they don't like Nintendo. Like on Nintendo's yeah. just a garbage, you know, they make garbage games. They haven't made anything good in forever. But it's just it's it depends on your angle on it, right? That's the problem, right? People are very subjective towards how they feel about. Yeah, things. no one's unbiased. It seems like everyone has a bit of a bias. Moving on, uh, <laughs> number one. <laughs> yeah, so it's I just I find that interesting, right? About this whole thing is because it's like how are they treating fans? I'm just trying to think back in the day, if there was a problem, 
how did we solve it? How did we get back to the developers and say, hey, you know, there's a problem here? They or were, did you just accept that this is what it was and moved on? Well, you accepted it. You no, know, what they did back in the day was, if you remember E.T. for Atari, it was like one of the worst glitched <laughs> games. They just buried the game in the middle of the desert and hope no one would remember it. And then people started digging them up in landfills. See, no, they found like a whole like tomb, like, like a massacre of Atari uh, games of... Of E.T. That's what needs to happen nowadays. How amazing is that? It's a mass grave for, <laughs> for Atari. Uh, E.T. Yes, I, I just find that interesting, right? Like, if, if that's how they wanted the game to come out, and then you got a few... And I, you know, I'll take this with a grain of salt here. Like, a few whining people that are complaining that, I don't like how this is. It's too hard to do this. And then they literally have to change the game to... to well, there's, their needs, there's right? some, I guess I'd rather have that with people complaining about like the for honor situation where, mm-hmm. yes, they're, they're basically your, whatever it is, salvage or your, yeah. your silt, your metal your in the game, your steel. Your steel. If it takes you way too long to come up with it, it's, it is pay, it's pay to play basically, right? When you want. Well, that's also the generation we live in, right? Like I think if you and I and like the group of us kind of went and, um, went back to Activision and said, you know what? It takes too damn long to get uh, the freaking crypto keys or whatever the, the yeah. shit is. They're not going to do anything about it. They're like, whatever, buy more. If that's what, if it's too, if it's too hard for you, go buy them. But it's if, for you're sale. Com- if you get a group of people complaining about it, they might do something about it. Do you think they're, and based on just this conversation, the way it's been going, and I'm going to pose this question, I'm not saying this is the way it is, but do you feel like there's possibly a bit of complacency with game development and the fact that they can release a game with a little more bugs and more issues because they can fix everything with updates. It's one of those things where, oh, it's okay. I know that's not working, but hopefully no one will notice it. And if they do, we'll just patch it up. Yeah, I right? I, I agree. Like, it, it feels like this issue with For Honor probably could have been seen from the start because they have people that test the game and mm-hmm. run it that they figured, you know what, let's see how it goes. In worst case, we can patch it. I think, I think with in the case of For Honor, and it happens probably with a bunch of game developers, is they try to find that fine line where they can make as much money as possible. And no, it is. It really no, I is. I know, it's true. They're trying to, they want people to buy the currency. So like, if we lower the level of, of you know, the cryptocurrency you get in the game, if we lower that and and then they're going to buy more. Like how, how low can we do it? So people are going to be in, yeah. in sense, straight incentive, right? Yeah. They'll have an incentive to buy this stuff with real cash. At the end of the day, you're right. It is a business and they have to look at it that way. But at the same time, sticking with for honor, I'm pretty sure they have to also level out. Okay. If you get what they want would be the hardcore gamer to play this game solely nonstop. Mm-hmm. I think every developer expects that obviously it's not realistic, but for those hardcore games are going to play this six hours a day or longer they don't want to make it too easy for them to collect this stuff. So then what that ends up happening is it punishes the the um, casual gamer who's going to play this maybe half an hour, an hour a day and mm-hmm. realize this takes way too goddamn long to collect this steel and to, and to level up, mm-hmm. right? How do, you, how do you find that balance then? That's a good question. It's tough, right? right? And I think one of the ways to find a balance is I think us as consumers have to be more aware of what we're going into and what we're purchasing. And if you look at Ubisoft... The last couple of years, I guess, even at, if you look at the start of the console generation, this mm-hmm. new generation, have they really dropped a game that hit it out of the park since yeah. the PS4 and Xbox One have launched? Who, Ubisoft? Yeah. No, they've... And that the thing is, ever since they've developed bad blood with people, now everyone is on them for every little mm-hmm. thing. But that's just it. You look at the Watchdog mm-hmm. situation that happened with Watchdogs and how 
it played out. You know, they made it look so good. Mm-hmm. It didn't come and live up to what they thought it was. Mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed's, they've just dropped consistently and they've been worse and worse and worse. So us as gamers need to kind of go in and understand that maybe Ubisoft doesn't care about us and maybe we're the ones that control this because we consider what they do acceptable because we buy their stuff. We vote every time we purchase something. Right. Maybe we need to be a little more hesitant on how we accept Ubisoft. That's the great thing about these communities is it allows people when you start bitching and, and if you can mm-hmm. communicate it together and say we're not going to stand for this, changes happen just like it happened with uh, For Honor. Now they're, mm-hmm. they've replied to it. But I think we need to be more vigilant as gamers for this stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my thoughts. We we can't let them get away because if we don't say anything now, they're going to keep taking more and more and more to the point where you're going to start, you're going to pay 80 bucks for Call of Duty. You're going to get two guns at the beginning and then you're paying five bucks a gun. <laughs> if, if they could, they would. And then five if bucks they per could, map. If they could, they would. Yeah, absolutely. But that's why I think we need to stop, A, pre-ordering these games. I was and, just going to say that. And talk about going to Ubisoft again sitting there and just letting them release garbage. Like, after playing um, The Division mm-hmm. and seeing this is not what they said it was going to be, or... Sl- Even visually dogs. how it was supposed to yeah, be. Like, or, that, that when they first showed The Division, yeah. I remember uh, talking to our probably number one fan, The Nerding Nest. Mm. He showed this to me and said, Ashley, you got to check this game out. This looks amazing. And watching the trailer, I was like, God damn, this looks really good. The, the amount of things you've had in the foreground, background, the particles, the pieces of paper floating through the streets of New York. I'm like, this actually looks good. But I'm like, you know, I'm trying to tell him, like, you know, that's not what's going to look like, right? Like, I just have a feeling it's, it's coming from Ubisoft and it's, that's not going to be. He's like, no, 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 yeah. this is going to be good because how, how could they change from that? That's what they showed us. And then what happened? And I think we as the consumer, and this goes for a lot of levels, not just video games, we need to be more responsible in how we dish out our cash because every time we buy something, it's a vote and it we tell them it's okay. As long as Ubisoft keeps doing what they're doing and people keep buying their stuff, they're going to continue doing it because at the end of the day, do they really care if we're continuously buying if it? You're, if they're continuously buying and pre-ordering, then no. But I, I agree with the pre-order thing. Um, and I don't know why people today are still pre-ordering games. Have you ever went to a store and not been able to get like the regular version of the game not the special edition they'll sell out i get that but like the regular edition if you went to a so walmart or a best buy me personally no yeah recently there has been i think near was really like that i was gonna say the last person i spoke to that had that happen to them was the last of us actually really he went, yeah he went into an eb to buy the last of us and he said did it was he, sold out did he go to like best buy or walmart where they get multiple quantities of them because the problem with eb games is they kind of order what they think they're going to sell. They don't order... Yeah, they, they won't like overstock a like a, like the big box stores. Because if that guy, I bet you, went to Walmart, he would have found it. Like, I've gone to EB and Best Buy and they've been sold out of games. Really? Yeah. I've never that, seen it. For, to your point with EB, yes, they're only going to order so many. Um, but, you know, with, with what you're saying... In most cases, you can even find the special edition. Not, not like the really rare one because yeah, they have yeah. like seven levels of them. Yeah, but of um, like I remember back in the day uh, when I got, um, believe it or not, when I got an Xbox. Actually, before I got the Xbox, mm-hmm. um, I picked up Halo 2. Okay. And I went, I, I didn't own an Xbox. I knew I was going to get it. Halo 2 came out and I'm a sucker for collector's edition. So I said, you know what? Yeah. The day of, I'm not going to pre-order it. But I made that kind of, uh, kind of uh, that uh, compulsive purchase where i was like you know i'm just gonna go and pick it up yeah, right because i know i'm yeah. getting the system so i walked into best buy and sure enough they had multiple copies of the collector's edition now, i didn't pre-order it and they're saying everyone was selling out of them i just walked into the store and i was like cool i'll take that one 
Like they, you're right. They they have them. Yeah. So so me and a buddy, we went. What was it Modern Warfare three? Maybe we went to Walmart at seven a.m. before work because that's when it opens here, and we got the the special edition. See, see, this is where I'm noticing these companies going. They're trying to make extra money off of these special editions, but mm-hmm. back then it was an extra like thirty dollars or forty dollars for the. It was like I think it's ninety nine dollars for the special edition of the Call of Duty, but it came with the seasons pass. Yes, so like the seasons in. pass, so you saved even more money. Yeah, so the seasons pass was fifty bucks. And then we got for an extra forty dollars. We got season pass and all the little extra stuff. Mm-hmm. I respect that. They should reward people for pre-ordering it. A lot of times, like I'm looking at Mass Effect Andromeda, and I have a feeling that's going to go down in price soon. And it's unfair to the the fans of the series that made it what it is that allowed you to make this new game so you can make more money. Mm-hmm. Now they pay full price. Yet these people who just kind of pick it up on a whim that don't care for the franchise that probably might not even play it again are going to get it for you know. 50 bucks instead of 80 or like 40 bucks 30 bucks down the line so i think you need to reward people who get it early if you pre-order it give them like instead of 50 bucks for your season's pass give it to them for 30 something like that let's and if people stop pre-ordering they're going to figure out ways to get people to start pre-ordering again yeah but maybe that's what it needs to make them better like now it's like early access to beta I was like, well, everybody gets access to the beta you know at some what? point. How many times I've gotten, I've had, I've had a code for the weekend, play a game on the weekend, and it's like, I got shit to do. Yeah, and then you don't end up using it. Like, I don't understand that. And something with pre-orders of the pre-order bonuses that bother me, because there could be something cool that comes out, but it's at Walmart. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then Best Buy has something cool that they have. It's like, oh, you know what? I like that, too. And then EB Games has something that's solely for them. And that's a pain in the ass. You know what that's done for me, though? I don't care about that stuff now. Right. I really don't care. because hence kind of like what's the point of pre- like people should stop pre-ordering games the problem with that is it gives that it gives companies um and the developers kind of a snapshot of okay we're doing well because we've sold this many pre-orders yeah right but then the game comes out as matt's saying and you know it's broken and it's shit but the company's like well we already sold this many copies so mm-hmm. they're already doing well where if they if people waited and realized hey this game's terrible and instead of bitching about how terrible it is and that they've spent the money on it you kind of you, you did it to yourself. Next time, don't pre-order the game yeah. and wait till the review. Like I don't know why people can't literally wait a day after the game comes out if they're really that you know nervous about it to just say, okay, this game's getting shit scores, so I'm either going to try it because I want to mm-hmm. and see what I feel because yeah. I don't always trust critics myself. Or it's like, wow, that many people are saying the game's terrible. I'm glad I didn't pre-order. I'm glad I didn't well, spend the, eighty bucks. Well, on Well, the it. thing is, you're not obliged. You're not contractually obligated to buy the game. You can always return an unopened game, right? Yeah. So I mean, you can sign pre-order, and if you. But how many bad, people would do that? I think most people then just they have it, they pay the I money, mean, so they're gonna put it in and try. I'd take the money back, and then they go 100%. on Twitter complaining, and this is what happens. I take the money back. You I'm, should. Yeah. Absolutely. So I just don't know how often that happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, developers, you need to treat your fans better. So, so we, I guess we got that topic. We're looking through the news now. This is my one thing, but we are recording on April the second. Mm-hmm. So yesterday was April first. That. If this news article is by chance off, our bad. We you know we read it; it sounded legit. This doesn't seem oh, like an April Fool's joke. Argument. Yeah, so we might <laughs> I have to th- think about that. Regardless, it's a good topic to talk about. But yeah. I mean, there's that's the hard thing when we're looking through news articles, trying to distinguish what is a April what's real Fool's not, joke yeah. and what isn't. So what is fake news? What? <laughs> so we're gonna have no this, fake news here. We're, well, at least we won't purposely report. Yeah, and again, news. it's. Uh, 
you know, that's just how, how this podcast works, right? We're, we're the uninformed source. So, yeah. so apparently, <laughs> apparently their PlayStation is skipping PlayStation 5 and going straight to PlayStation 10. <laughs> oh, no, really? Th- is, is that a real? No, that's, the, oh, that's, no, not, real. that's, that's, that's not, not real. That's not real. But uh, yeah, sticking with the news. So we talked about last podcast how Destiny 2 was leaked by some European yep. uh, poster that came out. Uh, sure enough, Bungie confirmed it. September 8th, it's Destiny 2 is coming out. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty neat for people that care about it. Um, Matt looks like he's really oh, he looks about so it. enthused about Destiny too. Yeah, I'm not gonna play it. So there you Did go. Did you see the trailer? I watched a bit of it. It's so like the a minute and like twenty. <laughs> you watched thirty seconds yeah, of a minute about, thirty yeah, second yeah, trailer. I just gave watched, up. I watched about forty seconds. You know like, what? Yeah. You were halfway there. You yeah, know what it was? Yeah. It was like. It's trying to be funny or like... I enjoyed it. I, I know, but I mean, they burned me. So like, I look at them as like trying now, like trying right. to be like, oh, they're we're trying to ra- They're trying to rally the troops to... When, when I, all, all I see is like, let me take limp. your money. Let me take your money, guys. Buy this game. Let me take your money. See, this is my problem with Destiny. Man, it's you gotta not watch that, this stuff. It's not that it's a bad game or anything. It's, it's good. That anyone that played it really enjoys it. I have a bunch of friends that... There's a ton of people that still play ...love it. Destiny and they still play it. I feel like... When I started to what it is now is a totally different game mm-hmm. and I missed that that boat sailing. You know, I wasn't there. Yeah. And now that it's moving forward and I understand it's gonna be a whole new game continuing on, I just don't feel like I'm with it. I, I feel like that ship sailed, I missed out and I'm good. I'm gonna explain exactly and you know, boat sailing, okay, that's not a bad analogy. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a little more real. So you and uh Destiny was kind of like back in the day when I was in elementary school where we had a bunch of uh, a good core of our friends would wait at the bus stop mm-hmm. and there's this one friend that lived literally around the corner and what he would do and this happened a lot is the bus would be there and we'd see him walking down but the moment he sees that bus he just stops he's like I'm too late so there's really no point for me to keep <laughs> on going and he turned around and went back home which was hilarious because that happened more than once yeah, but anyways that, that's, that was you you saw the destiny bus and you're like I can yeah, just, I'm, I can I'm, just make I'm, a little I'm, effort I, to get I there. If I really want to make an effort, I'll be there. I'll get on there. But I know nah, I really don't want to. It's, it was <laughs> the best way to put it was, it was the transfer. You know, when you have a bus ticket and you got to take a transfer, it's exactly what happened. I got on the first bus. It was destiny. And then I had yeah. a transfer to get onto the taking King <laughs> and I missed it. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. Your transfer expired. And you're like, ah, I'm not really going to get yeah. another one. Well, continuing with the release dates. Yeah. What Ashton an hates. An, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Days gone. August 22nd. <laughs> That's such a broad thing. I hate release dates. Games are going to come out eventually. You hate, there is going to be a if, release. I hate super early release dates. Not very too much. Let's stick with the news. So what was coming out? Sorry, go ahead. I missed that. Days gone. It looks like a... Honestly, out of all the PlayStation games I've seen in E3, this one looks really cool to me. It did. That was the zombie horde one? It, it yeah. almost is Where like... Where they show like the PS4 Pro and the, the it, HDR. That was the... Yeah, the game yeah, yeah. That, that looks, looks really cool. So I'm excited for that. So... Mm-hmm. That's, more zombie stuff, excellent. Well, I mean, it, it it feels more like The Walking Dead to me than than The Last of Us. Last you don't got to play it, Matt. The Last no. of Us was like an art piece, and this feels like like what oh, The Walking Dead okay. is like, just brutally attacking. To to make my point clear, I feel like the zombie you're, thing is overplayed. You're an anti-zombieite. Mm-hmm. No, I don't mind zombies, but I feel what like do they do to you. Every other th- every other thing that comes out or every it's other the, it's IP. The thing right I know. Now. Last it's the of Us right was now. one of those too. You know. Yeah, what a piece of garbage. Last of Us and their zombies. Yeah, but Last of Us. <laughs> honestly, I don't even look at the Last of Us as a zombie game. They act like zombies though. 
Yeah, but I was more worried about the humans than it was the zombies. That's what the, that's where all the zombies like the Walking Dead. Do you think it's about zombies? It's no, a, it's about no, walkers. I get that. Not zombies. It's just, I'm tired it's about of the people. I'm just tired of zombies <laughs> all the time. The that's all I'm saying. I stopped watching the season ago, so maybe I missed that. But yeah, days, you missed days like days a gone, really big thing. Days Gone looks awesome. It, it does. does look really. It cool. looks really cool, and I probably will play it. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of zombies. I'm no, you're right. It is. It is the big thing right now. There's zombies. Zombies is all over the place. The big thing for like five movies, games. I don't know. TV. I know you got to leave after that we record, but do you want to play Dying Light with me? I think that's. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because I have it on my PC ready I'm to go. I'm feeling dead now, so might as well. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's let's stick with PlayStation. Let's right? stick with well news. PlayStation only? No, no. Like I, I guess the, we have some articles for relating to PlayStation and uh, Microsoft. Yeah. All right. Well, Xbox. But the thing is, I, I was looking for Nintendo stuff. It's basically looking up Nintendo's just praising Zelda, Zelda as it deserves to be. But we've we've. We've milked that. So well, with, two million consoles, the yeah. Switch. And I haven't beaten it yet because I said I thought I'd finish it by now. With uh, with Zelda, though, there is news, I guess, for Nintendo, right? Oh, the there new, is actually, their yeah, new yeah. update that came out, 1.1.1, um, actually helps prevent the frame rate drop in the game. Hey, hey, jerk. What? But the two million sold on the Switch? It's because there's not in stock. Okay? Yeah. That's why. Way to be prepared, Nintendo. Let's make a new system that we're saying is going to sell like crazy and not have enough. What? How? How do you do that? Um, that just shows you the competency of Nintendo. Console. I'm literally about to walk out whenever anyone talks about Nintendo and complains. Like, this is a new thing for them. Everyone knows this. this okay. is and does that make it acceptable? But do you remember every console, including Sony's I, and I'm Xboxes? I'm sure sold more than that. Right off the bat, I'm not sure. Probably. 100% off that, because they made enough. Can I'm just going to say... No, I, every I console sells out at the Nintendo's beginning. They do. MO and they do. Yeah, everyone they, does. But that doesn't make it okay. It doesn't that make that it is okay. a terrible hey, do argument. Remember, do you remember what we said about developers? Terrible argument. Do you remember what we said about developers? Yeah. As long as people keep buying their shit, they're going to keep doing Stop it. Stop buying Nintendo shit and they'll improve. Well, That's then, my be, point. then, then, we'll, then you're going to solve the problem with the stock because they'll have the stock. Exactly. I'm fixing and then everything. You buy it, and I'm then fixing everything. There you go. Moving on. But that's just it. <laughs> that's Nintendo's MO. People it, love it. Still not a good argument. For it. No, uh, they don't. no, they don't love them for that. But no, it's, that's what no, you don't, don't expect anything. It's they terrible. They don't love them for it. Yeah. It's annoying. I agree. Do you have it's your terrible. Pro Controller yet? How stupid is no, that? No, I know. Nintendo exactly. is the worst I got for mine. it. <laughs> I got mine and I paid I paid less than uh, than value because I bought good. it off some guy in Kijiji. All right. Stick in the news. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Talking about Star Wars. I'm not going to lie, I'm looking forward to this, because I really liked what they were doing and the direction they were going with Battlefront. They screwed us with, like, visually. The multiplayer I enjoyed. It was fun. It was Uh, fun. It's too much like Battlefield. Um, But, you know, we got screwed with the single player. So Battlefront 2, they're showing at the Star Wars celebration that's happening um, at some Disney park, I'm sure. Um, And that's supposed to be April 15th. Um, so they're going to show gameplay. They're going to officially announce it. Although there is a rumor that it might be shown, I don't know to what extent, early on a earlier on a, on an Xbox that's, Scorpio. That's what you were saying. I know. I, I can't see sure. Disney letting that slip. I can't see Dice and Disney kind of saying, "Yeah, we're going to do that." Like they're they're going to want to take the reins on this one, right? I don't know. In the Star Wars. I understand, but regardless, regardless. So anyway, so April fifteenth, uh, eleven thirty a.m. Pacific April, time. Okay, that's coming. So up. that's, that's coming uh, up. when it's going to show. So I'm actually really, really looking forward to that, and I'm hoping as good as it looked before, can it look better? Maybe, mm-hmm. but I want to see some single player story action. I want to see the shit good. But I'm also curious to see what are they going to do because this one they said they're focusing on the prequels, or yeah. sorry, 
I, let me rephrase that. The original trilogy. Oh, okay, okay. Ooh, I almost, I almost Again, pissed they're... off a lot of people. No, no, no. So the original Battlefront, they said they're going to focus on oh, okay. the original trilogy. I you're the new one, sorry. Which then also tied into Rogue One because technically that was like leading into uh-huh, the original uh-huh. series. So if this is all prequel, I'm going to lose my shit. I, and not in a good way. Because, <laughs> you know goddamn. I, I think this all comes down to like. Like what? Do, what do you? What are our expectations for Battlefront Two? Is it, do you think it's going to be? A, I, I loved Pod Racing, but yeah. I don't want it solely just prequels because that's not enough there. I get it, but Darth Maul's a badass character. He was absolutely. He should be. He should be in it. Like I don't mind some prequel components. Look, they I don't, don't want to give you every game on. They don't want to give you everything in one. Because what are they going to do for Battlefront Three? Exactly, it's going <laughs> to be the four third and field. seven. So, so what's going to happen is it'll. I'm just curious, where do you guys think it's going to go? Do you think Actually, they're going to know. do a broad spectrum now of the whole universe? So you're going to have some prequel, some uh, original trilogy, and future. So you're going to have episode seven. Oh, Kylo Ren's okay. got to be in this. So I haven't, I haven't played the older Battlefronts. What were those stories based on? Were they based on the movies or on their own stories? From what I remember, at least one and two, it was their own individual stories using the original trilogy characters. I don't think there's prequel characters. Okay, so but they may, did their own maybe stuff. Maybe they'll do that. Right? Maybe that's what do I want. Like that. Yeah. I mean, the prequels, I, I think it goes with the whole movie situation where we say if we care about the game, the less you care about the game, the more likelihood <laughs> the that, it'll be, that you can enjoy it because right. you have a standard in your mind. So if they go to like the prequels... They can't make it worse than your expectation for it. It'll only be better, and it still could be fun with the pod racing, as you've mentioned, Matt. And can they do a mode where all you do is like kill Jar Jar many, many times? Or they should have a mode where it's like everyone's Jar Jar but one person. You know, satisfying that. That'd would be, be funny, right? That'd be funny. Now, the problem, Dice, are you listening? The problem with this and the creative building that Star Wars has, and a lot of, I guess you could say, pop culture things like comics and stuff like that, is it. People are very sensitive to what they can do with it. I mean, Star Wars, there's so many characters and there's so many avenues that they could take Battlefront to. Mm-hmm. The problem is you're going to hear so much backlash because, oh, that's not supposed to be this way instead of letting something be new and different. Mm. And that's one problem. So I don't know where they're going to go with Star Wars 2. I'm excited. Just Kylo Ren, I think, needs to be in it. So what yeah, else yeah. we got in the news? Oh, this one is actually you found this one about, uh, I guess, We Happy Few. Yeah, so this movie. is pretty neat. So tying into the whole movie thing, right? We talked yeah, about yeah. that, and you mentioned the video game movies. We Happy Few, they're... Uh, well, that hasn't come out yet, right? This is kind of in like a pre-built, uh, what do you call those? The pre, when you play the game, early access game. It's right. an early access game. I've I've tried it out, and I, I don't really know exactly what's going out I, uh, going on. I've, I think there's been an update, but the story trailer looks really cool. Like the world they set up, it's... Mm-hmm. Your, this game looks awesome. Basically, you you have to take like a pill. I don't know if you've seen the trailer, Matt. You have to take a pill to be just happy all the time, and it changes your perception on things. And when the person doesn't take their pill, they see really like it, they think they're eating like candy from a pinata, but it's like a dead rat. Like it just changes your whole perception on everything. Yeah, it's a hallucinogenic drug that they call joy. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and that's what makes everyone seem so happy and Sounds joyful. Like my reality, right? <laughs> all right, that's another topic. But uh, no, this came from Variety. Um, they reported that uh, the developer Compulsion Games has partnered with um, Pitch Perfect producer Gold Circle Entertainment and the producer of segueing to another uh, game movie, uh, Sleeping Dogs movie. Oh, they're making... Oh, okay. Um, so uh, DJ2 Entertainment, on the, they're going to do this project. So they did say, though, Compulsion Games did mention, because you mentioned the game's not out, that the game will come out before the movie. Like, they're just talking about it okay, now. Okay. Join. There's no director. There's nothing. 
but as a also this might not even take off at the end of the day because it, uncharted has ultimately has yeah it and, could fail at any point but from an idea to put into a movie this yeah. would be a freaky ass movie that's like, what this i was gonna say so like good. what would the genre be right be that's probably more of a scary movie. thriller, thriller. Yeah. yeah yeah and then uh it's something kind of sad which we laughed earlier talking about because Matt had no clue who the hell these guys were. Mad Cats is closing uh, shops. So three, almost three decades of creating peripherals for video games uh, for consoles. And like man, you think about three decades, how many consoles and, and peripherals they've made? If you want like... Not consoles, but... I think a description of, of what Mad Cats stood for. Mm. It was the... I lost because I was playing with that shitty controller. <laughs> That's what Mad Cats was. Yeah, like I don't want that well, controller. That's the good. quote. Because they had awesome. they had those neon controllers. If, if they... there was if there was a tombstone now for the death of them, it would be <laughs> like I, I ain't playing with that controller. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, that's hilarious and it's true. I I'm saying it's sad because I you know after so long it's you don't want there. any you don't want any company to kind of go under. It, they've been it had they've its been own supporting charm it for so long. It had its charm for being shitty. Yeah, like even though it wasn't great, at least that you could is pick true. Up a, if you could pick up a, a cheap controller though, like when a controller's forty bucks, you can get the Madcast for twenty because you didn't have money. You wanted your friends to play. Here's a scenario, Matt, for you. You're over at your buddy's place. You're playing N64. You got three great controllers. You're going to play Goldeneye. And you're the fourth guy coming in. And we're like, guys, guys I, I, I don't... I'm going to sit this one out. Matt, Mad Cats. <laughs> I want to play with the Mad Cats controller. Mad Cats. I'm going to sit this out. We care about our friends, but not enough to spend the full price. <laughs> that's what it was to me, man. Rest, rest in peace, Mad Cats. <laughs> like when I when I got a job, that's like Mad Cats was off of my list, you know? Like, yeah. I, screw you guys. <laughs> I'll get you guys real controllers so there's no complaints. But really, that's what it was. It's like whoever, almost like whoever lost this round of GoldenEye has to play with the Mad Cats that, controller. <laughs> like, that, that, was, that was the video gaming dunce cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Poor Mad Cats. But rest in peace, Mad Cats. <laughs> rest in peace. Thank you for all your peripherals and... and you tried contribution to the gaming community you tried you tried um, uh something else here uh going to xbox one uh users can download free comics that's a neat feature free comics beginning march 31st i was gonna say today because that's what the article says here yes, today yes. march 31st in brackets which so, i wasn't sure because when you look up these articles <laughs> there's a timestamp, right right so it it says march 31st this is like posted march 31st like 4 59 p.m eastern time now was this somewhere in europe you know, right. is it UK? Is Australia? It's an, an April Fool's joke. I don't know. Who knows? So if this is true, apparently, and this came from what, Kotaku? Uh, this came from... Or IGN. This came from IGN. This is from IGN. Okay, so uh, apparently Xbox One users can download free comics. It looks like they teamed up with IDW, so you can get comics like TMNT, uh, Star Trek, Ghostbusters, Gem, Fear and Loathing, yeah, Transformers. You basically get so, like so, the first edition, the yeah. first volume of them. And for then, free. For free, and then you probably can pay for them now this begs the question who the hell is going to read comics on their tv i don't know who reads comics on their ipad too right now uh, granted hold on hold an hold ipad on. is very different from a tv before you eat me i was just about to say i do i was gonna say ipad though makes more sense think about things before you just spit shit out no Matt. but some people like seeing it on a big screen it's fine. How many people go on the internet on their TV? I don't think I've ever articles? held a comic and be like, I need this on a bigger screen. No, but I mean, okay, maybe it's going to turn on, people on ever, to it, right? Do you ever plug your computer? Well, maybe not for you, but have you ever plugged your computer? No, ask me this TV? question. Let's go. Yeah, I have. You're not the population. You do not, not really. represent everybody. You're a small portion. But You're what are you 1%. doing on your computer? Did you Have you done that to like work on a Word document or to view media? No, I usually would for media. Sometimes okay. I sometimes I'd be if I were I wouldn't be I wouldn't primary I'd use a computer monitor. 100%. Exactly. 
But but I have hooked up my laptop multiple times, and I have my a lot of friends yeah. that have thirty two inch. For what purpose? Monitors. What I'm saying. What purpose though? A thirty two inch monitor, and they read. They do news article readings. I on read it. news articles. They'll though. view graphic digital comics on it. It's no difference. What, Why what, not? And it's going to help is, bolster usership. No, readership. I, I think I don't think that's going to sell. They it. wouldn't. I mean, it's giving a, a new group of people access to it and mm. just a good start maybe people will start liking it and then yeah. eventually they'll probably go to bu- you know buying them digitally on like an ipad but yeah. maybe it's a good start it's an iPad makes sense boost. because it's the size like i'm not talking ipad minis the regular ipad and not the even the mini big makes one. some sense it's the size of no you know a theoretically piece of paper yes, so but it's, it's the like idea, the size of a comic it's the idea of having it digital right yeah, and I can't Not harm them. digital makes sense. Again, yeah. on, on, on an iPad, it's that size. It's the same size of the, uh, the original piece. But you know what? Maybe to throw it up on, you know, your, what is, how big is this, 80-inch TV? Yeah. I almost forgot. I was going to say 65 and insult you. Um, <laughs> I was going to throw your laptop out. You know, hook it up there just to read a comic. I think that's a little much. No, like, it is. Uh, it's weird. It's it definitely is something, but who knows? It might work. It might work. It's so a good feature. For those of you who care. It feels like Xbox is embracing the nerd culture. It's They're trying to get in. It's a good way to reach a new demographic and expand to hope to build readership, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, I More mean, avenues to get something. You know, I think I'm, I just come from that mind frame is I wouldn't want to be having my TV on and using that power because TVs, let's fair. face it, they last so long to just to read a, a freaking comic. Right. I, I, like, that's what my iPad's for. That's what buying the physical comic is for. Yeah, but maybe some kid doesn't have an iPad or their mom took their iPad away and yeah, they snuck touche. into the room and they hid their Xbox away from their parents. <laughs> Anyways, touche. It's, it's a nice feature that I'm sure some people will use. Yeah. Probably not many, but some people will. We'll see how it plays out. And uh, what else you got here, Luke? I think we got one more. I think we're just going to talk about, uh, I guess there's a rumor of uh, Scorpio being shown as soon as next week. Ooh. Yeah. There's a guy, I'm sure we've probably referred to this guy. We didn't know who it was because we're like, this one guy keeps getting it right. There's a Twitter user, was it Shinobi602? At Shinobi602. And he apparently has been getting a lot of things right before. He's called the Call of Duty in space before it was announced. He's got he's he's been right on with a lot of the Call of Duties from before. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else he's got? So what's he saying? He's called Horizon Zero <clears throat> Dawn. So he's got some credibility. He said that Guerrilla Games is working on an open world uh, adventure game, whatever it is, more in the likes of Skyrim. Which, if you look at Horizon Zero Dawn, that fits the bill perfectly. So this guy knows what he's talking about, and he says next week that we will see, so this coming week, uh, April 3rd, the week of April yeah, 3rd, week of April 3rd yeah. that the, we're going to see we're gonna see the Scorpio. He, see, he says in a quote, Scorpio, uh, Scorpio things next week, yes. Hardware sounds damn impressive. So it looks like it's going to be, even if it is the 6 teraflop console, which it's as powerful as my 290x even more powerful than my pc that runs games pretty right high end so now i'm, I'm curious if this was a uh spelling mistake on his end or when you copied it was it mine. Into... It was okay mine. yeah because <laughs> it says scorpion things next week. yeah i messed that up regardless that's why i didn't read <laughs> it that a, way because i knew okay, what it that's in. okay uh and he also said that the the software going to be used to show it off is going to be forza motorsport 7 and it's going to be running 4k mm. and, and all that and I think Red Dead 2 as well. Well, that wasn't from him. So I read another article, and it said... Uh, I read somewhere else. It was some Microsoft website, uh, windowscentral.com. Okay. And it said that they're going to show they're gonna show uh, Red Dead along with Forza and Star Wars Battlefront. Which so you were saying earlier. Again, I, I, I can't see them showing it before uh, well, Disney Well, Microsoft it does out. have some sort of... Don't they have some thing with EA going on? Mm-hmm. And EA Maybe. is making the game, so... That's true. 
I they're in true. bed with EA. Maybe they're going to show off some gameplay graphically, but then, like I said, Teaser Disney would show even. an actual trailer trailer. Right. So. Well, talking about, you know, just kind of going to the next topic that we have in terms of consoles and how well they're doing. Uh, you know, we got the Scorpio <laughs> coming out, which I'm sure they're, they're anticipating is going to crush the PS4 Pro and help uh, boost their Microsoft's overall sales with the uh, Xbox. Um, Matt, you brought this topic up a week or two ago mm-hmm. in regards to the state of the current consoles. So the console wars, if you will, and where we're at right now. And, um, you know, let's uh, kind of discuss that. Yeah. I just wanted to yeah. see the comparison between... See where they are. Exactly. See where they stack up against each other right now. Because they've come a long way, right? Like Xbox, from when it first launched to where it is now, is kind of different than... See, I, I view it differently. I know what you're going to say, but I view it differently. See, I was just going to say, Xbox has kind of come a long way yeah. in what they offer their consumer now mm-hmm. compared to when it first launched. You know, they kind of got the identity of let's drop this whole one entertainment system thing and go strictly to a more game-centric focused machine. See, that's where I kind of disagree with. And it, and it, is, a very popularly, it is a very popularly held opinion. So I'm in the minority in my thinking, right? But everyone was like, Xbox isn't a games machine that's making entertainment. Yes, it is. Like, why wouldn't you think an Xbox is a video game console? Like, they never said we're not going to make games, but they're just telling you all this additional stuff you can do. It's like saying you're, you know, the Bugatti Veyron or the next Bugatti has leather seats and has leather interior, leather that. It's like it's not a sports car anymore. Why wouldn't you think that? Well, I think kind of, and I agree, you're right, you're in the minority a bit here. Um, It's almost kicking over the mic stand, Luca. Um, I think I'm... He is in the minority here because at the same time, the way they advertise the system from the get-go, and I think we talked about this before, is it's an entertainment system. It's an all-in-one. It can They've really pushed the, it can play TV and connect and picture-in-picture, and you can watch sports and, and play games in the top right corner or vice versa, and it's like, I don't see anybody realistically doing that. They, they want to make it the one ultimate device in your living room where Sony came with the approach this time around where it's like, to hell with that. We are a gamer's machine. So you all can we do, do everything is, is games. And, and we can only do a portion of what the Xbox console can do. But then how many people use it for that? And look at the sales of what ma- that it did. It can do it. That's not mm. the point of it. can. It can do more. So you're punishing it because it's saying it could do more. That's Be- the because it's No, because perception. it's a gaming console and people didn't care about that. The gamers wanted it just to play games. I think, I think what we're forgetting right? is the way it wasn't so much how they came out and marketed the console. It was the after effects and the messaging behind it because there was mis messaging on both sides of Microsoft. Like Mm -hmm. the game section was saying one thing and then the others, like the media stuff was saying one thing. If you remember the all access event for Xbox when it launched and people were coming out and they were, you were looking at Kotaku and you were talking to or readers on IGN, the articles, they were saying different things. They were like, well, they said this in their conference, but then I talked to this person and this person said this. No, but do you know what that was? said that. You know what that, that, and this is the biggest misstep from Microsoft was the fact that you had to be connected all the time to play. That's where all the misconceptions came from. There was that, that was a big thing. So yeah. they, they've changed, once they heard the reaction, they changed it in that time. So one person was saying one thing and another was saying the other. Yeah, but that's just it. When the console was first kind of getting hands-on look and people were getting to see it for the first mm-hmm. time and people the reporters were coming out talking about the system they're saying well 
we're getting a lot of different messaging from Xbox and it doesn't seem like they're all on the same page about what this thing is or can do. Right. And that's the one big misstep. Cause I remember following but, but that's, IGN. That's like a general thing. What it can do. It can play games. There's no, no, never I a know. question about that, but they made it seem like, can it play games? Of course it can. No, I, I don't think it was that bad either. Like I agree with what you're saying, but again, how they marketed it uh, originally, it's this all in one. It can, they yes. never focused on the games. They said, yes, it's a gaming console, mm -hmm. but they focused on it can do picture in picture it can hook up to your cable it can play this yeah. it can do so much more it's a media center so when you have a gamer deciding okay am i going to go playstation or xbox okay a good chunk of them and it shows in the sales didn't give a shit about the media center they want a gaming console now so what sony did was they went the opposite way of course sony you can play dvds yes it's a media center you can stream netflix they didn't even talk much about that. They focus on, here's some awesome games. Here's what we're doing. It's a gaming console. So you're saying then if you're more of a gamer, you should go PlayStation. So you're saying the people that play PCs, which can do everything. I didn't say that at all. No, well, I'm saying if you're I'm if you want something this to just is, focus. This is what happened yeah, between the consoles. Yeah, but PlayStation focuses on games. Yes. PC does everything. But you're telling me a hardcore game. You're not a hardcore gamer if you're playing on I PC. I didn't say that. If you're a console gamer, at the time when the Xbox was shown and the PlayStation came out... That is what happened. Luca, if you look at this, and I'll, I'll read the stats. Okay, but you're telling me, so that's 4, the reason. That is the reason I didn't why. say that's the reason. That attributes to it. That's It has to. How, how did Microsoft get off to such a slow start? What do you think contributed to that? Was, well, the was, console power of the PlayStation and not being bundled with a Kinect that made the price cost an extra $100. And that's all? That's the big thing, yes. There that was, has a part in there it. Was, yes. There was three, I'd say there's three major factors. The release, like the first ever reveal of the Xbox One that they had the press conference, mm -hmm. and it was the media first and then the all access event there was a lot of miscommunication and there was a lot of misguided stories the connected online was a huge mm -hmm. thing because that was saying you had to be online all that the time. was yes and that was and then it came out saying no it was only before it was first. released it was it was rectified yes and so there was a lot of mixed messaging there was a lot of poor public perception from microsoft not necessarily at their fault but people took it poorly and you know the internet goes oh they, they get internet a pushed something. their own narrative on it in exactly. my opinion because in all honesty i don't think pushing that it's capable of more than just gaming is a bad thing no it's not at all and i agree with you so i think it was public perception was mistreated and miscued people made an issue out of the something price yes that was it with being the underpowered mm -hmm. so all these things kind of went against microsoft mm -hmm. it kind of snowballed into something bigger than it was and it went against microsoft but when you look at it as a console it offers a ton of awesome features whether you're going to use them or not is irrelevant i think the fact that it has that ability yeah. is cool and it's i guess cool is not even the right word but, but it's is it's that good it's good for a consumer but is that enough are those other features enough to sell the system and to push it well it came down to in all honesty because i don't think it is you can get those features elsewhere if you want to mm -hmm. they're available like your tv will have netflix built in so that's not yeah. like necessarily a sell, selling point i think it came down to the power of the console because friends friends what? friends talk louder so it was power of console and your friends. So uh, how many articles did you see that were like, oh, Xbox only does 900p while well, yeah, PlayStation yeah, does 10 Absolutely. It was, way, it was the way the console <clears throat> got perceived. But it also came to friends. Me and you both have an Xbox, right? Mm -hmm. We do majority of our gaming on the PlayStation 4. Yes. Why? Because, because majority of us have the PS4. So to play with everybody, we play the PS4. Mm -hmm. If we all had, if me and you went Xbox. Then Ashton would be excluded. 
Mm-hmm. Right, but we had other friends going Xbox. We'd be leaning. Yeah, but you, you guys own you guys owned the 360. I didn't have that, right? And you played online. Yeah, but that, to be fair, when I was playing back then, it, my friends also had the 360. My other friends had. No, that's my point. Yeah, it's, now it's they're, like, even though you know, I didn't, which is nice. Uh, right, but there was a lot of people that had. They kind of went away from gaming. So. Yeah, there was a lot of people that had 360s, and their friends went to the 360 from the PS2 because well, my buddy has it, and I can mm-hmm. play online with him. Mm-hmm. And you felt like being part of the. The community, I guess. And when you look at the initial games, sorry to cut you off. No, no, sorry. But, uh, when you want to look at the initial games, there wasn't much to sell a console, but you always had Call of Duty. So you knew you were going to be playing that. And I think that helped massively with Sony getting the, the exclusivity. But Microsoft had that first. They had it. I what? think just to last year or two no, years ago, no, Sony no. got it. I think, they, I think Black Ops 3 was the first time Sony got it. No, they had it before that. They had it at least in advance. I don't think so. Uh-huh. I, Pardon me? Look it up. When did... When did uh, PlayStation get the Call of Duty exclusives. I thought it was Black Ops Three. No, it was before that. It was. might have been with the beginning of the generation. No, Ghost had it, and then I think Ghost was what Xbox. No, that was the no first. Ghost. Ghost was no Ghost. I think was still Xbox. Yeah, that, that was, was Xbox. Because I tried the maps first, no, and right Ghost, after that was Ghost was Xbox. I Advanced Warfare. Yeah, think it might have been Advanced Warfare. I thought it was. Black I thought it was Black Ops Three. Might have been Black Ops Three. It wasn't that long ago. I'm because that's something sure. that everyone no, would always say why Call of Duty is so much better on Xbox is you get the uh, the early access. But just quickly here, like looking at these consoles, PlayStation 4, now excuse me because there's no date on this. Um, oh, I think it's as of February 2017. Um, has sold 55 million units globally. Mm-hmm. If you want to get technical, 55.62. Sure. Uh, Xbox One is currently sitting at 28.62 million. Mm-hmm. PS, Sony's almost double that. Yep. Like, there's got to be more so, than just the gaming, one, fee- the console features that are, one, are pushing I think one this. thing we also have to consider with when we're looking at Sony is uh, Sony did something really smart, and they marketed the console very hard for North America, right? They went, But very, how do they market it? Yes, they went as a game machine. They got That's out in front. About. Basically, what happened was Microsoft was unfortunate with some of the things that happened. Sony saw the opportunity. Mm-hmm. They took president. 100% they came they in did. with a good game plan, and they marketed the system well. We're not going to shortchange them of that. But they also have a great following in Europe and in Asia, mm-hmm. right, Sony? So that's another thing. Like, if you look at the Xbox for world, Worldwide sales, exactly. yes, that, that'll so help for sure. If you look at 360 PS3... Xbox 360 owned North America, but Sony mm. owned the rest of the world. Yeah. Right? So. Now, talking about that, like, we're... I think we're, you're right. Sorry to cut you off. It is Black Ops 3. Woo! I swore it was... Anyways. Yeah. No, that's cool. No, you know what it probably was? They probably announced during Advanced Warfare... Th- no, yeah, it was, obviously. That they, sw- yeah. they were switching over, and that's I knew why. it wasn't that long ago. I, I honestly um, it's felt like it's been a while. I didn't really... So, you know, talking about what sells systems, and again, I look, I hear where you're coming from as well, um, but at the same time, when you just look at a, a gamer, a kid who wants to buy a console, they were, Xbox, to hopefully move forward from this, is they, they started marketing it wrong. Again, as an entertainment console, they wanted that to be the one, and I remember they showed this, like, they want that to be the one piece of thing in your living room where everything connects to it. Which is right? kind of a genius Which idea. makes sense. I get it. Yes, that's kind of neat. But then that's not what people who just play video games wanted. They didn't care about it. I now, understand it's cool it has that care, feature. but it's added. It's not like they've taken something away for that feature. You're right. But because that's what they've shown, that's what it does. And it's like, this is what they focused on. This is how marketing works. Sony didn't do that. It can do a lot of the other stuff. 
right? But it didn't show that. It focused on the games. That's how marketing works. And it uh, did, clearly. That's the whole thing. I hear what you're saying. I'm it's talking, a valid so, point. So it's my got question, other features, my question which is, is cool. My, my, my question to you is then, if if Xbox was playing games at 1080 and, my, and PS4 is playing it at 900p, these games, so Xbox was a stronger console, mm-hmm. what do you think those sales numbers would be? The exact same if they marketed the everything the same exact but that's same. the only difference yes. i think it would be closer but i still think sony would be ahead you think it would be okay so what Me do too. you think i think sony would be what ahead. do you think the numbers would be like if it's 55 million what is i it think better? maybe they would get another 10 million you think they'd, go they'd be like 35 that's I, reasonable because they are bigger in J- japan so that's a that, that's then probably a big factor right because considering japan won't switch over right they don't care for microsoft now moving on because we're comparing to the games like the consoles to where they at all right, what else now, sells consoles? Games, right? Games. That's the big one. The games yeah. and the big one are exclusives. We're mm-hmm. not talking about multi-platform because it's irrelevant what system you have. You're going to be able to play it. Well, in, in, in this case, to Lucas' point, people specifically went to Sony because of the graphical power. I the think fact that it's 1080 versus 900. I think mm-hmm. that the better games to play this generation in general has been third-party games. Games that have been not, not exclusive to any console. Mm. So I think if you're going to play like The Witcher, which is probably maybe one of the best games of this generation, uh, they're probably going to play it on PlayStation. See, well, I'm going to say something and to, well, say uh, it. Is it the Switch considered part of this generation? I'm not really sure. It is, sure. but I mean, this is more of a Microsoft. Uh, <laughs> I know. Thing. I was just going to say the best game of this generation. And Are you I'm really bringing the Switch into this? Yeah, Zelda. I'm, it's not down, good of a game. It's the best game of this generation without doubt. Yeah. It's better than Ocarina. I've made up my mind. It's I, That's what I'm saying. Like, it is a better game. Ocarina is only better in the sense that when it came out, nothing Nostalgia, was... Yeah. I bet it's a good game. I do. I, I'd still like to play it. I apologize um, and you will. Um... <laughs> No, Guys, I'm never gonna play. What game, <laughs> right, what, game, what console has better exclusives? If right. you're looking, if you're looking as a gamer, which one would you say? I'm gonna go PlayStation so or Xbox due I, to the games. I, I want to start this out by saying I I thought it was a no brainer with Xbox, but it is only it, it depends on the type of gamer you are. Yes, it really does. At the end of the day, no matter what we say, it depends on what you like to play. But mm-hmm. I think it's more than that. It's well, actually, it's kind of exactly on the same lines that is where have gamers uh, developed to now? Like the, the gamers have changed in terms of what they want to consume and what they want to play and what they're looking for out of consoles and out of games. And I think that has changed dramatically for mm-hmm. Microsoft where people, and I was saying this before, and I know you might not quite believe me, but it's it's got to play into the numbers here. But people, I don't think really care too much. Again, they're going to have their following, so bear with me here. Mm-hmm. I don't think they care too much about the Halo series that much anymore or um, Gears of War. Um, I think they're losing that fan base because it's it's the same. And again, I say it's the same thing every yeah. year. Call of Duty is losing its fan base. Like they're, It's still a popular game. People love it, but they're selling now less and less. That could be the space thing, but... I talked to a lot of friends and even you guys like we don't care so much about first person shooters anymore but the that specific franchise Halo Gears of War Gears of War didn't sell that great compared to the other ones why and I think because those fans the people that cared about that they they're either growing up they're our age now They've played through the old ones and just like, it's not giving me anything anymore. Good, they want something that's a good else. series though. Why would you I'm pick up Uncharted 4? Because it's on Gears of War 4. Why would you pick up Uncharted 4? Because that series has been running that well. And so has Gears of War if you've been Has it? It yes. hasn't been selling. Uncharted 4 had record sales numbers. Well, first things Gears first, of War didn't. you're looking at the console sales on its own. Look how many consoles Sony has, which means how many users are playing on PlayStation versus how many are playing on Xbox. But clearly those games aren't selling and pushing the system anymore. I don't know how you're not seeing that. Oh, so they're over explained 
is one thing. We're in a we're in a situation now with game development where we are getting literally the same thing over and over again. There's not many new IPs that mm-hmm. come out and they are brilliant and unbelievable. The last one I've seen was Horizon. Otherwise, it's usually it's the same thing, so it's over-explained. Another attribute to it is games are really expensive now. People can't justify... Mm-hmm. The cost of living is so high, and I don't mean to get economical or anything now, that I don't think people can go out and afford to buy Halo, Gears of War, and all these other games and still facilitate an everyday life. I think it's I think it's beyond that, though. I think it's more than that. Y- yes, no, that plays I, a I part, know, but man. consoles I, are a... still selling like like crazy. Yes. Games are still selling like crazy, yes. so they can't be just economical. But not pe- that's going to be but people, 5% of the pie. No, but people aren't going out and as buying as many games. If you look at bot people, like if you go on Reddit and you look at comment threads about games, it's like, yeah, the game looks cool. I'll wait for it to go on sale. Or I'm going to buy this game instead because this suits for me. I can't afford to buy this many but games. It's too expensive. My question right? is, have these people always been around even before the Reddit days that you just didn't hear them say those comments because they're not on the message board, right? I'm sure they were, but I think games weren't as expensive and the cost of living wasn't as much. I, I, I right? want to... Like everyday life has gotten far more yeah, expensive. Yeah, and the their salaries hasn't gone up just as exactly. much as I still think that's like 5% of the pie. I really do. People that want to buy games are going to buy games. So why aren't they buying Xbox well, One now, games? So now why aren't they buying exclusive is- games? So just a, a, a quick segue here. Um, and this is actually pure timing. So The Verge put out a, a topic on the Xbox One is struggling because video game exclusives still matter. And this was done March 22nd. So very mm-hmm. recently. Now what they said about uh, Xbox, and this is what I was kind of trying to get to um and of course i can't find it here it is so exclusives um maybe it says xbox i missed it once doesn't have any new ips like new no okay so i found it here so they said highly hyped microsoft exclusives like recore quantum break and halo wars 2 have been released as semi-positive reviews but the company has been mum on sales the few critically loaded xbox one exclusives like halo 5 sunset overdrive have quickly faded from the spotlight where some of the biggest xbox franchises have struggled to match sales of previous entries why is that it's not it's not economy Lower console sold. Okay, but if you're fans of these consoles, like you said, I look, am of look, Uncharted. Look, I'm going to stick with PlayStation because I like that series. You, so why okay. are people not sticking with Xbox One to buy the series? As I said earlier, the exclusives on these consoles aren't the best games of this generation. Mm-hmm. It's the third-party games. So I'm going to get the stronger system. I'm not going to... If I had an Xbox only, I would get the Halo games because i have the xbox but the fact is i'm getting the xbox to play the witcher at the best settings from the two consoles and fair i'm enough. getting the call of duty so i can play it on the better console graphically right but so, you're saying it's it's not conceivable that people just don't give a shit about those series anymore i'm not saying they're people, bad okay no, but you're, you're generalizing all people there are people I'm that not, care about they, it. of course there are because they sell yeah. but clearly mm-hmm. and it's shown they're not doing as well as the, pre, the prior uh, versions why i think it's i really again, think these people games are, are just weaker. outgrowing it. i think all of the consoles are just getting their their first party games are typically getting weaker not all of them but i think a lot of them especially when they're not new ips and nothing mm-hmm. fresh mm-hmm. uncharted 4 was probably a better game than horizon zero dawn at least from what I've played of Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. but the fact that it they've already had three Uncharted, it's not as fresh anymore. It's overexplained. It's been it's been in all honesty, done, but it's so still long. a fantastic game. Yeah, no one's crediting this credit, and it's that. sold like well, crazy. And another thing you got to compare though, and you have to look at this in context. PlayStation has more sales, and how many are new users coming from an Xbox 360 to a PlayStation 4 that didn't get to play in Uncharted? So this is their first Uncharted, and they're buying Fair it. Fair right? enough. 
right? That has to be brought into consideration. The difference Just like is, anyone who went from PlayStation to Xbox probably wanted to try Halo 5. Right, absolutely. And so I think when you're comparing lower sales of units sold for Xbox One, and to a degree, yes, I think some of these franchises are over-explained. Halo's been around for so long that There's it's kind five, of lost its... five series plus the ODST one. Yeah, right. so it's lost a bit of its I'm luster. I'm just saying, yeah. people... Right? How, how long did Halo come out? No, 2000. Well, the first Xbox. First Xbox. First okay, Xbox so Uncharted launch. hasn't been around that long either. No. No, uh, not, not clearly. PlayStation 3 launch date. Yeah. So, sometime like I said, I, I, I'm not trying to just be like, well, Xbox is shit. It, it's got to be conceivable that, that the first parties that they have some of them are people are outgrowing them. They just don't care about no, them anymore. I mean, well, the That's got to play a part of it, right? Part of it. But um, like going back like, to yeah, like if you. I agree. Okay, you my question really is, my question is, have you guys, what are your thoughts on Sunset Overdrive? Oh, that game was fantastic. Amazing. Great game. And you don't hear anything about it because people just aren't playing it. They're playing their regular games. And Sunset Overdrive, in all honesty, <laughs> but if it was that good, is why better are people than, talking about this still? Because they don't care about Xbox. I also think it they came got out the, at they a got weird, PlayStation. I think it came out at a weird point for Xbox. Too, and and go out, go out on a go out and on I a forum. Just, go out on any forum mm-hmm. and see how passionate these PlayStation people and illogical a lot of times they are. Most likely. So that's why you don't hear because they, they're just very loud. In my opinion, they've been really loud on the forums, and they got more people playing their console. They defend it like it's like it's their religion. Okay, so as we're coming to an end. Mm. And I we're gonna debate this last piece. Do you think the There's, Xbox One is now a better console than PlayStation Four, well, or would you say the PlayStation Four not is still even a better class? The PlayStation Four is still by all means crushing it. I, it, being completely honest, if I were to have to choose one, it's gonna be the PlayStation because my friends are all playing it. If you guys all had Xbox, it'd be the Xbox. It, it's coming down to the friends. Really, it really is. It I, really is. Because to be honest with you, before <laughs> Uncharted Four, there was not a game that I wanted a PlayStation Four for. Name one before that that you that you wanted. So I'm in the complete minority. Nintendo I, Switch? No, 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 no. I'm not going to switch. I'm not going to play the wild card. But neither? No. I think if I'm looking at the two right now and I'm talking well, to somebody. We, cause you're, well, we're cutting it short, but I think we, we missed a lot of things. I think why you'd go with the Xbox. Because I know you're going to go with the Xbox because of yeah. you're big on backwards compatibility. Uh, yeah, I'd go Xbox. If I'm comparing the two systems right now and I'm looking which one am I going to you know, go for, I think I'd go for the Xbox one. And the reason why I'm saying this is because the PlayStation four is what the PlayStation three should have been. Mm-hmm. And the Xbox one feels like a different console that actually does more. The PlayStation four, the biggest feature that it had for me was party chat. It doesn't do anything differently really than what a PS three did outside of share play. What's different about it. They have a PlayStation store, they have a similar menu and it has party chat. Xbox One, it has more features that whether I use them or not, I at least I'm spending money to know that I have them. I play with two TVs. I play with, as crazy as that sounds, I play my game and I'll have TV running. If I can do s- split screen on one system and have my TV running through, why not? I mean, if that's... How it I guess, yeah, you're, you. you're definitely in the minority. Like, for me... Yeah, I... Like, and really kudos to you. Like, again, Luca, even for you, like, with Look, the, with the Xbox, it can it can play TV. It can do picture in picture. Yeah. How often have you done that? No, I haven't. But like, it's, it's got but features, but I'm not going to dislike it for it. I'm not going to dislike it for it. I'm not going to dislike it for it. Anyways, regardless, I, when it comes down to it, as, as long as the games are roughly on par, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the more powerful console. 
Okay. So I want to know what happens when Scorpio comes out. So then I guess with that question, Scorpio comes out, they're saying it's supposed to, based on the white papers that were leaked and and the specs, it's supposed to be even miles ahead of the PS4 Pro. Well, it's got got an extra 50% power. Right, which is significant. Yeah, it is. With 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 that coming out, do you think that's going to start swaying you from like? Oh, I'm gonna going... I'm gonna go on Scorpio because uh, even our friend Martin he said he's he actually was looking to sell his PlayStation ahead of time and his Xbox so he can get the Scorpio. Hmm. Um, I'm gonna keep my PlayStation regardless because I, I I'm not one of those people that just has to have one console or the other. I want to play the best games, and you can't play all the best games if you're gonna be loyal only to one console. Right. I'm. This is gonna sound really nuts, but I think I'm gonna get off the console bandwagon oh yeah i think i'm gonna gonna sell all of his and stick with the switch no i think i'm gonna try to get to the pc because the reasoning for it is a lot of these gaming experiences i'll be able to get from a pc and for the most part not all of them for the most part and for the other things that i want to play i think if the nintendo switch actually gets its support i'll stick with that Hmm. because all this zelda does is and it drives me nuts but all this has done is made me want to play all the games on PlayStation portably. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't. I I can't go PC. I'm not knocking PC. It's no, amazing. I know. I know. It's PC, not for right? everyone. Honestly, it's PC gaming is a whole other world. Yeah, Martin's got a really right? good setup, and his 144 hertz monitor. It's it's something else. Okay, I, and I, I came from I, I came from being a, a PC gamer as well. I started off with consoles, and I had. I had gaming PCs. That's what I, I did. I will never shit talk. Mind you, they're not built yeah. anywhere near there what they are. Now. I will never shit talk PC and I'll never shit talk console. There's a place for them both in the market. Mm-hmm. And there are people who just want to buy the system, play the games, yeah. and not have to worry about upgrading and all the parts and all the stuff that goes with it. Some people like the PC experience, right? Luca, some people think, yeah, like some people think it's worth putting in that little extra effort so you can have a superior experience. And the one big thing I was going to say about the PC is backwards compatibility, which the Xbox One launched, and I don't think that gets enough praise. So I think closing this topic, um, clearly right now Sony has outpaced Microsoft. Big time, PlayStation yeah. mm-hmm. 4 is crushing the Xbox One, however you slice and dice it. With the Scorpio coming out, going into you know this new generation, mm-hmm. so let's, let's call it 2018 for games, because it's coming out fall, like end of this year, right? Well, that's so the speculated data. Going well. into 2018, who do you think is going to lead this? these Well, consoles? starting 2018 is going to be PlayStation. They already got the lead. It just shows PlayStation 2 was came out a year before Xbox. Not and not not tallying all the years now. So t- I'm talking about pure sales. So when you're starting January. You have 55 million people no, versus... I think what he's getting at is starting in 2018. 2018 January. Yes. Like Scorpio who is going to say... PlayStation having, about, it's going to be two things. It's PlayStation gonna, having 55 million users now, they're not buying other PlayStations. No, no. What I'm so trying, no, that's a mute point. Starting fresh... Do you think I'm curious? Do you think it, it, the Xbox depends. Scorpio it all can depends on one thing. start nudging up PlayStation? If the price is the exact same as a PS4 Pro, then yes. If it's okay. if it's a hundred dollars more, there's people that want to save that hundred dollars. So Absolutely, it's going to come down to price. Really, if it's because I know you price, mentioned power is a big thing. So clearly, yeah. right now this is supposed to be powerful. But. Yeah, but price is also a factor. Price and power mm-hmm. together. So people might not see that extra two teraflops of processing power as necessary when they're like games could look good enough p squared that's what it's about I'm, price I'm and not, power i'm gonna be honest i'm not getting the scorpio yeah i know not not at launch if i do i didn't ask that no i'm just saying like it's good as, to know i'm as, not getting it as great Obviously. as it might as you're not boring for, for horizon 4 just so you know as great as it might be and as powerful as it might be i 
I think I might hold off for a while. But where do you think it's going to go? I think it'll do well. I think we're... Do you think it's going to... That's not the question. Do you think it's going to start outpacing Sony? I think you think it can. can? I think it definitely can. I think Spencer there, Mm -hmm. With Phil Spencer there, the man knows gaming. And as I said last week, there wasn't people... The the Sony, Xbox, Nintendo, they never really complimented each other before. Maybe game studios did. But I remember when, when Phil Spencer, one of the first times I've seen like unity between all the companies and he's like congratulations to whatever for coming i don't know if it was the nintendo i forgot what it was but Mm. anyways i think now he knows what's what's up he's a legit gamer at heart and he knows how to do it i don't think this i think the only thing that will happen from this is will benefit because they're gonna scorpio is gonna come out then playstation is gonna come and try to launch something that's gonna be as good or if not better and the consumers are the one that benefit from it, right? We're the one that's going to have the options of these two great machines. I don't want to run this too much longer, but all I'm going to say is I feel if if it does start picking up momentum, the Scorpio, mm-hmm. PS5 is going to arrive sooner than you think. That's something yeah. I'm curious about is yeah. what Sony's going to do. Well, you know, and on that, like we all know, it's again, it's about having the strong P squared, the PP, power and price. Okay. And uh, I'm going to go... Go to go to my Zelda right now. So. Yeah, oh, Lucas, Lucas gonna go do that, and I think Matt, you're gonna go and watch Take him. A and nap. Until then, we're gone gaming. <laughs>